who sing and comb their hair with long golden combs down in the cool depths of the ocean. In the sward around this great tree were many beds of beautiful flowers, asters with their wide faces of many colors, staring up straight at the sun without ever winking, and round and over which flitted the gorgeous butterflies, with their wings like rainbows, or peacocks, or sunsets, or aught that is most beautiful. Sweet mignonette, where the bees hovered with a grateful hum, Pansies, with their delicate big faces trembling on their slender stalks. Tulips, opening their mouths to the sun and the rain. For the tulip is a greedy flower, that opens his mouth till at last he opens it so wide that his head falls all to pieces and he dies. Hyacinths, with their many bells clustered on one stalk, like a big family party. Great sunflowers, whose drooping faces shone like children of the parent sun himself. There were also great poppies with spreading, careless leaves, thick, juicy stalks, and grand scarlet flowers, which rise and droop just as they please, and look so free and careless and independent. Both Siebold and May loved these poppies, and went every day to look at them. In the beds in the mossy sward from which the great willow rose, they grew to such an enormous size, so high that when Siebold and May stood hand in hand beside the bed, The great poppies towered over them till Siebold, standing on tiptoe, could not reach the scarlet flowers. One day after breakfast, Siebold and May took their lunch with them and went out to spend the day together wandering about among the woods, for it was a holiday with them. A little tiny boy brother had arrived in the house, and everybody was busy getting things for him. The children had just seen him for an instant. Hand in hand, Siebold and May went round to all their favorite spots. They looked at the cave in the oak tree and said, How do you do? to all the squirrels that lived there, and told them of the new baby that had come home. Then they went to the rock and sat together in the seat and looked away over the sea. There they sat for a while in the hot sunlight and talked together of their dear little baby brother they had seen. They wondered where he came from, and they made up a plan that they would look until they found a baby too. Siebold said that he must have come over the sea and been laid in the parsley bed by the angels so that nurse might find him there and bring him to comfort their poor sick mother. Then they wondered how they might be able to get away over the sea, and they planned that someday Siebold's boat would be made bigger and they would get into it and sail away over the sea and search for another little baby all for themselves. After a while they got tired of sitting in the hot sun, so they left the place, and, hand in hand, wandered on till they came to the level sward where the great willow tree rose, and where the beds of flowers made the air seem full of colors and perfume. Hand in hand they walked on, looking at the butterflies and the bees and the birds and the beautiful flowers. In one bed they found a new flower that had come out. Siebold knew it and told May it was a tiger lily. She was afraid to go near it till he told her it could not hurt her, as it was only a flower. As they went on, Siebold picked some flowers from every bed and gave them to his sister. When they were going away from the tiger lily, he pulled the flower, and as May was afraid to carry it, he took it himself. At last they came to the great bed of poppies. The flowers looked so bright and cool for all their flaming color, and so careless, that May and Siebold both together thought they would like to take a lot with them into the willow bower, for they were going to eat their lunch there, and they wished the place to be as gay and pretty as possible. But first they went back to the oak tree to gather a lot of leaves, 
for Siebold suggested that they would make the new baby brother the king of the feast, and that they would make for him a crown of oak. As he would not be there himself, they would put the crown where they could see it well. When they got to the oak tree, May called out, Oh, look, Siebold, look, look! Siebold looked and saw that on nearly every branch were a whole lot of squirrels sitting two and two with their bushy tails over their backs, eating nuts as hard as ever they could. When the squirrels saw them, they were not frightened, for the children had never done them any harm. They gave a sort of queer croak all together and a funny little skip. Siebold and May began to laugh, but they did not like to disturb them, so they gathered as many oak leaves as they wanted and went back to the poppy bed. Now, Siebold, dear, said May, we must get lots of poppies, for the dear bay is very fond of them. How do you know? said Siebold. Because he ought to be, she answered. You and I are, and he is our brother, so of course he is.